Welcome back to the Fire Market. It is April 13, 2023. Thanks for listening and joining us. Don't forget to follow the Facebook Fire Mark page. We're still climbing. We crossed 150,000 downloads. We're going super fast. Thanks to everyone for supporting the program. Don't forget, you can not only follow the Fire Mark on Facebook, but also on Instagram. We just also launched our own YouTube channel, so please subscribe to that, where we'll be posting short clips of the show and fun stuff, and just check it out. It's awesome. So, as many of you are aware, we also we do we do trivia. One question at the end of each segment. Email the answers to the firemark at hotmail.com. Put trivia answers in the subject line. Also, if you don't want to email, you can respond on our Facebook page. Uh, we did have a winner last week for the uh, the big prize on our last episode, our last studio episode. Thanks to everyone for playing to commemorate our crossing of the 40th episode plateau. Today, we're offering a big prize. It's going to be a $400 Target gift card for getting the trivia correct. So, and today I'm joined by my friend Blue Dog Ben for some political debate. So, welcome, Ben. It's not just political debate. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just political debate. He'll also be here for sports and entertainment. But we'll get started with the uh, current events segment. So, obviously, the big news was the Trump indictment. So, you want to take that away and your thoughts on it from from the left? What the <laughs> left? We call myself Blue Dog. Blue Dog Ben, ben. as a moderate. It's not from the left. You're it's, a moderate, okay. It's from the, and I read your Trump derangement syndrome. I was like, here we go, Fox News. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, he finally got indicted. Right. One out of potentially four that's coming through. The asinine thing is, did he break the law? Yes. Is Does it merit a felony? No. The funny thing is, he hasn't even admitted he slept with that girl. He's still, you sleep with, oh, I didn't sleep with that girl. I'm too good looking for that. I wouldn't sleep with that girl. That doesn't matter, though. That's not what's on trial. No, but what I'm saying is, he's he's, he's still saying he did it. The, the worst part about this whole situation is the rush to judgment by one side. Mm-hmm. The other side, we're all loving it. You know, it's about time the orange man finally went down. To, mm-hmm. me, to me, the big thing, because even his attorney general is saying, is the classified document thing is the thing that might truly take him down because that's a bigger that that he totally misled the feds and everybody about having those documents and even did you watch the Hannity interview no so I was thinking you know you would never do that and say I would just take these documents well Sean I could look at them anytime I want I'm the president I can do whatever I want and Hannity was trying to lead him down that road to not say it he doesn't care this guy thinks he's never he, cared he can do and it's gonna and it's finally catching up with him the problem too is that from a conservative point of view what they're doing what they said that liberals doing you got Jim Jordan going down there next week to have some house hearing on crime in New York then he wants to have the people testify he wants Alvin Bragg to come up to New York and testify for this whole thing about why he did it and bringing in Bragg so now Bragg did an end around I don't know if you hear about that he's suing Jordan about doing that and obstructing justice into a investigation and that's what kills me these guys just bend the the bend the knee for this guy they're like just mouthpieces for donald trump let the trial play out yes yeah you're right you're wasting taxpayer and that's federal taxpayer money to defend if the if the lawsuit is bullshit it's bullshit right right now if anybody understands in the next couple months there's going to be hearings before the big one in December about trying to throw this trial out saying that it's you know it's unconstitutional or they don't have then let them do that but let's have a freaking kiss Trump train's ass man it's about time somebody stood up to them because when you conservatives and Republicans like to know it 
and we talked about this off the air. You put Trump as the nominee, this is a guaranteed Joe Biden 2024 win. People hate this guy with a passion. And I always said it, Joe Biden won for two reasons. One, because he was the best out of the crazies. And two, because you hate Trump. He gets his 40%. No, he won for one reason. is because he's not Trump. That's why yeah. he won. No. They wouldn't have elected Elizabeth Warren. They wouldn't have elected Pocahontas. They wouldn't have elected Larry David. Well, he also made promises that he was going to be more middle of the road and bring people back from the crazy right that Trump had people on, and then he lied to everybody, and now he's radical left. But that's another story. Ah, That's That's another story. That's That's not not an opinion. That's that's not an an opinion. opinion. He's not radical left. That's not an opinion. When you're forcing vaccines down people's throats and stuff like that. We'll get into that later. Boy, I said with the Trump derangement. I don't know. We're going to get off topic. Um, but it's like I said, do you want Trump indicted because you don't like Trump or do you want, not you personally, but I'm saying, do you want him indicted because he actually broke the law and a law you care about? I think he, the guy that, that took the, the what's it, Michael Cohn, the one that took it, went to jail for this specific, he, no one is above the law. I agree. hundred percent. And I hate this thing. Oh, it's a big deal. Cause yes, it's, a, and if, and if Joe Biden, cause Joe Biden is a classified document thing and he's got the freaking republicans trying to go after the Hunter Biden never ending story right. and Mike Pence has a classified if they right. broke the law then arrest him and put him in jail i'm not like oh my god joe biden it's like the end of the law it's like dude maybe i'd care if it was like john f kennedy back from the grave but it's like if you break the law you do that he shouldn't be above the law and the fact that and i'm telling you and he talked about this before that he's running for president because if he wasn't running for president this wouldn't be as a big deal now he can use this saying oh I'm running for president. You can't indict me because I'm running for president. No, you can. He's got. But the other thing is, he's got three other investigations. Going right. On. We're not talking about that. But there's. Well, three, this is the only one he's indicted for right now. So this is the one that's yeah, got the most momentum. But there's three things in the pen right now. Right, but that might not get heard before the 2024 no, election. No, will get heard. They're going to make a decision. Are you in sure? The next coming months. Yeah. Okay. Because they know they need to make a decision. In the next coming months. Well, they said the trial for this is set in January. But here's my thing. I know you're saying it's December. a shoe win-win. They said they're going to gather evidence in December and yeah. then do the trial in January. I feel like you better find him guilty, or you may have won him the White House. The America loves an underdog story. I mean, you say like it's a shoe in for Biden that people hate Trump and they love you Biden. Vote people, for Trump? people You're don't. Vote for Trump? I told you before on this podcast, I will never vote for Biden or Trump, ever. I will actually. I even went further and I said I'm never voting for somebody that's over seventy years old because you can't do the job. So that's a vote I'm for, sorry. That's a vote for Biden. Well, Biden's you know, not over 70. No. He's over 80, so that you, doesn't count. You, you, who you like to say that you're a middle-of-the-road kind of guy. I am a middle-of-the-road. How many times have I supported Jared Polis on this program? I know. Where's Jared Polis when we need him? We need him in the freaking White House is where we need him. But anyway, no. The, 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 the last election, okay, was close. Was it not close? He, won, he lost by 7 million votes. Okay. but Electorally. It was close. Electorally was close, and electorally, that's how you uh, uh, vote for the president, right? Yeah. Okay. So it was a close election. So you're saying that all of a sudden, all these people, if Trump is is put under the Raptors, you know, done through this whole process, and he comes through it unscathed, and they find him innocent of these charges, you don't think people are going to have a sympathy vote? Like I said, America loves an underdog story. It should be interesting to see what and happens. The base will be good, but I I'm hoping. But the I, I'm just looking right now. We need to just get set for this trial and to get that over with. And you can't worry trial's about who's going to trial's not going to be done in January. They're saying they're starting the trial. That doesn't mean the trial is going to be done. What I'm saying is, let's see. 
if he get well, me, I mean that's going to be bad politically. What are they going to do? They're going to start a trial, then they're going to have an election, hyper, and Trump's going to run, and then he's going to win, and then they're going to find him guilty and remove him from you office. Think Trump's going to win? I don't know. How no, no, no. Trump I know. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like I'm I just hypothetically. Trump, I think right now, Trump's on track to win the primary. Like not even a walk. No, but I'm saying hypothetically, if that happened, like how would that, that just, they they need they need to wrap this my up? My question is, to but you, where's the right to a speedy question, trial? What if he gets three more indictments in the next four months? You still think the Republican Party will be with him? I don't think that the Republican Party is necessarily with him, but they're too afraid to go ahead and find somebody to go against him. But all right, listen, we, we'll we'll see what happens. And you said you hadn't even heard pivoting topics to uh, Cana- Canada's government. Canada. Canada's government over there, America's hat. So they voted to go ahead and shut down, and they're uh, on an imminent strike. And you know why? Because Justin Trudeau, Fidel Castro's son. He does not want to go ahead and pay these federal employees wages in terms of cost of living and with the inflation that keep up in competitive wages. They offer them like a pittance uh, increase, and they're like, this isn't good enough. So all these federal employees are getting ready to strike, and this is a big problem because they could have border concerns. They have government shutdown, and, and you know the government runs a lot of things. They run health care. They run a million things. I mean, I'm not privy to everything in Canada's government over there, but... You know, they're ready to strike over the wages, and this strike is not going to look good for Justin Trudeau because he's the one that's stonewalling it, and it could lead to a more dissatisfied public. I know that his approval ratings have been tanking, and this isn't going to help anything. I mean, I hate the guy. I want him out of office yesterday. This I couldn't be happier, not happy about the unrest, but happy that things are not going to turn well for him politically. Why does he even want to pay them more money? I don't know. I'm not in his head. He doesn't want to pay them more so money. So you're saying it could be the end of liberal rule. What, is he going to put a conservative in there instead? Do you think he's going to help out federal employees? But if one guy is not doing one for you, he's going to lose support. Canada. Oh, no, there's going to be no Mounties at the border. All those illegal immigrants that go through Canada. Better there than here. Better there Look, than here. If this was Mexico, I'd be worried about a, about a shutdown right now. Who cares if Canada strikes? It doesn't affect us at all, man. Do you think we're worried about something like it that? Doesn't, no. It doesn't affect us directly, no. But, I mean, I, I am just bringing it up for the simple fact I that think, I, think I don't like Justin Trudeau and, and his policies. And I've said before in this program a million Amer- times. America's toilet, which is Mexico. Which is, well, uh, there you go. America's hat, hat which, which is, is Canada, Canada. <laughs> right. Uh, more unrest in Israel. If you heard last week, rockets were fired against Israel last week from Lebanon, Gaza, and Syria. And they're saying that may indicate that Iran is trying to back these attacks and back a multi-front war against Israel. I find it interesting that the timing that Israel has a lot of internal unrest right now within it with its government. And obviously why they took the time to strike. And more unrest. We're going to go unrest over here. You were talking about before you wanted to bring up the Tennessee Congress. Can you believe so, they compared that to the January 6th? I can, I, I, I can because, you know, it was it was why did, they, why, why did they get rid of the white girl? Why didn't they? That's an interesting question. Maybe because she's older. Maybe because she's white. Or maybe because she's a woman. Come on, I don't know. January. You're talking about overthrowing a government election. Did I say that it was like January 6th? I'm saying I understand why they compare it to that because it was a riotous thing that happened in a government Congress. They're back. Who's who? Yeah, they're back. They're back. So they they made this big show. And their local government, like, what is the happening with this party, this conservative party, that are doing things on the will of the people? You're supposed to be, you're elected by your peers in your district. But these were Democrats that did this. And, no, these were Republicans, those were Democrats they expelled, but it was a Republican supermajority in Tennessee that got rid of them. 
Right. Because they were acting without outside of decorum. You, you can't bring a bullhorn. You can't do these no, things. There's a reason. Do that for, that. For, a, for a gun shooting, that's why they were upset about what was going on. It doesn't on. matter Three if it was a gun shoot. Killed. It doesn't matter. It, does it doesn't. Matter. No, it you doesn't matter. You can't. You, know you have the, rules and orders read, to go into a system. Did you watch? What, have you, 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 have watch you been what, in these meetings? Did you watch what that guy talked about? The allegations that were happening in that Congress, Tennessee Congress, that they didn't expel members about public drunkenness. Sex going on in there, other allegations. Is know? this with a bullhorn? Is that the way to get the message across? Is that the way you handle things appropriately? I think you, you, I think you can censor somebody. I think you can do like in Congress, like the president, they can do a uh, admonishment. But to suspend people, and they're already back in there. That's right. the will of the people. That's my congressman. And we didn't do shit to the people in January sixth that were giving tours to those people that came in in the first place. You know. Because we don't have a supermajority. But the people that that were in the Capitol in January sixth were not elected by the by. The, they no, were not. The, no, but do you know that the, some of those people that came in were given tours by some of these right wing congressmen and showing them around, and that's still under investigation by Jack Smith okay. about their role in that. And did they figure out how to get in there? You know, how did they? You know, well, that's I mean, that's a, that's another story. But I mean. I know. I, I, I completely disagree with the fact that these people come in as rabble-rousers and go ahead with bullhorns and trying to get the message across. First of all, it didn't work. Second of all, it made you look like uh, buffoons. According to your opinion, it made No, you look according like to anybody's opinion, you look like Amer- idiots. You American, have a certain decorum and the way that the government is supposed to work and running in with bullhorns. There's never the been American a situation. Did Martin that? Luther King stand up with a bullhorn or did he have a speech with a microphone that was organized and clear with a rally that's how you gain support for people that shows leadership having with a bullhorn and randomly screaming and yelling on the cabinet steps or being a member of the government is is ludicrous and idiotic how much how much did 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 people like aoc when she like faked the handcuffs behind her back and was sitting there with the with the rabble rousers how what did that do to anything did that did that solve any problems Did, did that solve any problems did that do anything no it was a bunch of nonsense Okay. The end of the day. This this was a public spectacle, and it was garbage, it, and they should be embarrassed it, it, by themselves for it, it, for behaving it like was this. About gun violence and the effect, and that's the never ending between good and evil. Pe- okay. People want gun safety laws. I understand that. People that's want, not the way you handle that's it. What, but that's yeah, not that's the way you handle opinion. it. That's not my opinion. That's not the way you handle it. There's a decorum in these things, and that's why they were expelled. You know about the and I'll and when next time I'm on, I can't go with a bullhorn into Publix and start yelling. I'll I'll give you the allegations of other Republican members of what they did on the floor in this place, and that nothing happened to them. Next time I'm on the show, and you tell me, would you kick them out, or would you? Oh. But did they do it according to Robert's rules of order and on how they did the meetings and in a in a method of decorum? Who's Robert's rules of order? Oh God, help us! All right, we're gonna move on here. I I, I don't have time to go backwards with this. I'll right. I'll talk to you off air about I understand. that. Okay. Did you hear about this Riley Gaines getting jumped by the trans mob after a speech in San Francisco? Who's Riley Gaines? Oh, who's that? It was a swimmer. She's speaking out against women's rights because they have all this uh, uh, William Thomas that wants to be a girl and swim and break all these records. And she was speaking out for uh, women's equality and women's rights. And she was jumped by this trans mob. In San Francisco, dropping. I mean, I don't want to play the clip because there were a lot of f bombs and all sorts of other stuff. So she's a swim. Is she a real girl? 
Yes, she's a female. Yeah, because there's been males that have been swimming. Right, but she what was. What do I think about? She was supporting the fact that female athletes need to be in female sports and male athletes in male sports. I don't think. I think she's right. I don't disagree with her. But the, okay, but a lot of people on the liberal spectrum want all these trans rights and trans supremacy, is what I call it, for for all of these people to excel and be be in these these things about. You know, I mean, what are your thoughts on this whole where everybody's, you know, switching, doing these gender reassignment surgeries for minors? So, you know, you're 15 years old and you're a girl and you want to be a boy or vice versa are and they're cutting off ports. Are signing off on it? I mean... Are their parents s- signing off on it? Some parents are signing off, some parents are not. How do they do it without their parents signing off on it? There's, uh, they do like through psychological ways where they can go and uh, get consent. It's kind of like... You know, if you're pregnant, if you're pregnant, you don't have to disclose at that to end, your parents. At, at the end of the day, if somebody has, is legitimately turned into a, a girl through an actual surgery because they wanted to be turned into a girl and they want to compete in women's sports, I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is what she's talking about. There's a bunch of freaking guys that think they're girls and they're ha- and then they become freaking women, but they're not really women. And they're winning. There was yeah, swimming. That's why there was a woman swimmer. I forget the name. That's what I just said. William Thomas, the Leah Thomas thing. Yeah, Yeah. like that. Like that is that. Now, is this some kind of friggin' thing? Like that guy from uh, remember that guy that faked the beating, the gay guy? Yeah, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, is this some? Do they? Is this legit or is this the? Oh no, it's legit. There's video. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a whole uh, a mob, and they're all cursing and they beat her up. Oh yeah, no, they tried to. They had like a lot of security and police around her. Best fighters, those drag people. No, that's that's (laughs) the the, the one benefit of all of this too. Anyway, I just my thoughts. It's 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 crazy that they're trying to say that 14 year olds or 12 year olds or whatever can go ahead and assign their gender. And my my argument that I have is is do we allow 12 year olds to consent to sex with 20 year olds? No, we don't, right? So why is it okay for a trans person to change gender? And they were like, oh, because, you know, it's medically necessary and they don't feel comfortable in their own body and there's a high suicide rate if they don't get this care. And I'm like, well, you know, if a 12-year-old had a sex addiction addiction, and if they felt it medically necessary that they need to have sex with somebody who's 30 years old and otherwise they're going to commit suicide, would we let them do it because it's medically necessary? No, it's a poor argument. At the end of the day... If, and this is where it gets into the, it depends on which issue the the liber, the conservatives want. I thought we were, t- this is a, a free country where I don't want. Supposedly. Supposedly. I don't want somebody into my business. Right. So if my parents sign off on me getting a fucking sex change, why does the government, 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 government should tell me what to do? My parents, just like the the argument against teachers these days, just like you, you didn't want your kids to have a freaking have a COVID vaccine. You don't want them to do stuff like that. Why does the government get to tell me as a parent what my kids should do? And whether or not you agree with this gender thing, I don't agree with like a twelve year old doing it. But if a parent thinks it's okay, and they're assigned, then that's the parent's decision. Right. No, I agree yeah. with that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm totally yeah, on board with But a lot of these shit. things are happening, you know, behind the back yeah, of parents. And, no, and they shouldn't. These doctors should be fucking put in jail. Right. Okay. If they're doing it. So, look, but, we found something we agree yeah, on. Yeah, we agree on. Yeah. You know? And why did drag perform? Then don't take your kid to the fucking show if you don't want your drag. If you know there's going to be a drag, don't take your kid to the show. Like, DeSantis is doing that. He's taxing drag. You see he's taxing, like, drag 
In your area, Miami, you would fucking drag people in Miami. I'm not from Miami. You keep oh, saying no. I'm from Miami. I'm you're from, the one going to Miami this from weekend. South Florida. Okay, right? okay. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, you know the show when I bring my kid there. I know if there's going to be drag people in there. You see in Boone? They, they, they Boone, canceled. Boone, North high Carolina? No, Boone High School. Okay, no. My daughter was telling me about, I guess there was, they were supposed to have a drag person do some kind of, sh- uh, like, a talking event in there. And then somehow I think they found out DeSantis and they banned her. It's my and I was like, oh, were they forced to go to this thing or are they? Is it voluntary? I'm like, voluntary. If you are voluntarily doing it, you're not being forced. Then why are you doing that? If you don't want it in the school, then cut it off before it goes to the school. There's a lot of fucking government. Right. Over, there's, there's a lot of government, and with Disney, there's a lot of government overreach going. Well, you on know, these we days. we we agree on some things with DeSantis. Yeah. We, like, so. Like, if you're going to be a conservative and this gets into cons- then you you're 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 not about government overreach. Your government is my no. Government. You want government out of the way. My government right. is the city of Winter Garden. Your government is the ci- my government right. isn't the county of Orange County. Right. Unless I fucking I'm speeding. Right. Or like the state of Florida. Or right. Something right. Like right. That. And that's what's going. And that and that's the problem. I don't. I I, I, I agree with you on a lot of this stuff, but it's also on st- depending upon the circumstance. You know. I just wanted to play a couple of clips, a couple audio clips to share. I know you. I haven't prepped you on these audio clips, so we'll see how you're doing this. Some uh, left-wing show hosts that are out there. One of them is the SiriusXM Progress host, Michelangelo Signorelli, and he was talking about the FDA and regards to abortion drugs. So just wanted to play that real quick and have a little discussion on that. What about all the other drugs that the Christian right just doesn't like? The FDA's job is to make sure a drug is safe and is effective. They spend a number of years on safety, and then they spend a number of years on efficacy before they approve a drug. So he's talking about abortion medications and the FDA spending years for safety and efficacy of drugs. I I guess they forgot about COVID? You're rolling your eyes. No, no, I want to know what what is the hypocrisy with abortion and COVID on the left? I'm serious. What is the hypocrisy? Why is it my body, my choice for abortion, but it's not my body, my choice for a COVID vaccine? Why why is that? So you don't you disagree with them banning the abortion pill or no? The Texas judge banned it. I'm not talking about the abortion pill. What I'm talking about is the hypocrisy between COVID and abortions in general. I'm pro-choice, and I've said before, I'm pro-choice to 20 weeks. That's where it should be, my opinion. I agree. Okay? Even though it's six now in the state of Florida. Right. So I agree. I want. I, I would say 20 weeks. Uh, but, but with COVID, it wasn't my body, my choice. Here, Here's another clip from your buddy here, from uh, your vice president here, Kamala Cackling-Harris. We have seen... What I would consider and do consider as a former prosecutor to be an, an, an immoral approach to survivors of rape or incest, where in states there is even no exception after an individual has survived such an act of violation to their body and then by their state being deprived of the ability after that to make other decisions about their body. It's immoral. And let's be clear, on this issue, 
one does not have to abandon their faith or deeply held beliefs to agree the government should not be telling her or any individual what to do with their body. Let them make that decision if they choose with their priest, with their pastor, with their rabbi, with whomever. But the government should not be telling her what to do with her own body. Okay, so then why was the government telling me that I needed vaccine mandates? Because it was to help you live. It was to help me live. I don't need your help. The government should be informing on that. What if, you know, the abortions is helping a baby live? What like, some some people feel that way. Like the government shouldn't be telling you like what a, to do like with a, your body. You're like a dog with a bone with this COVID thing. It just won't go away. It, all, it will never go we, away. We all moved on. It will you're never right. go away because it will never go away because this should never happen this again. This is going to be called the firehouse COVID show. This should never go away. But you still haven't given me an answer why there's a hypocrisy on it. The hypo- abortion pill wasn't mandatory. You're, you're upset about the COVID vaccine. Those are two completely different things. Nobody's telling you mandatorily to take the abortion pill. What they're telling you is that the purpose of the COVID, the purpose was to help save lives. We lost a million people from COVID. And to do that, forcing you to do that, which we take, we have all taken vaccinations and all that, nobody had a problem with until now, and it became politically. The problem with the COVID shot and it is, is ultimately it didn't prevent you from having COVID. It may be, um, you know, helped out with the pain and like the, the breathing situations, but it didn't actually prevent it. The other vaccinations that we've had in life do prevent, like the polio, for example. Yes, the other yeah. things are our vaccinations. Yeah. This is supposedly and a this therapeutic. this is not a vaccination. This Correct. is a medication, and that's the problem. But in terms of the... Abortion, and it should have never been mandated. But in terms of the abortion... They're not telling people to take abortion pills. There's no, no, no. I'm not yeah. talking about that. I'm yeah. talking about abortion from my body, my choice. Yeah. And what Kamala is saying where the government doesn't have a right to interfere. It's talking out of both sides of your mouth. Well, I'm sorry. the thing is now you got Democrats being like Republicans used to be and saying the government shouldn't be in my thing. That's like total Republican fucking talking point. But It is, but that's this, why the hypocrisy. This abortion thing is going to cost Republicans even more. At the pol- if they're going after the pill... I mean, that's a fucking, that's a stupid... I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I, think, I think the abortion thing cost the midterm elections. No, but we, the we, abortion we, thing and the fucking anti-election people that they, they put in there. The, the, I think it was more the abortion thing, no, but but okay. But, dude, you know, how the, you know how the Republicans took back Congress? It was moderate New York Republicans. Everything else went around the same way. It was, it was six Republicans and that fucking guy who's a pathological liar. The, oh, uh, uh, Santos? Santos, who seems to have gone away from the public. This is another clip from uh, Michelangelo Signorelli that I just had where he has uh, trouble understanding how the reproductive process works. So, Sarah Huckabee Sanders quietly signed a bill that will create a monument to the unborn on the state capitol grounds. A memorial for the lives lost by nine, from 1973 to 2022 due to the decision of the United States Supreme Court. What? A monument to the unborn. Okay, my first reaction, and sorry for being graphic. What about a monument to all the sperm that's gone down the drain? 
<laughs> what about the monument to all the eggs that are in condoms? I mean, in 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 um, you know, who, who know I, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, what about yeah, in tampons? What the hell is this? What what about all the eggs in condoms? What about all the eggs on Tampa? Do gay people not understand where and how babies are made? Like, I know he's excited and he's amped up because he wants to get back at Sarah Huckabee Sanders for this ridiculous uh, monument to the people, to the to the babies. If that's even a true story, I don't even know. I haven't fact-checked that because half the stuff this guy says is full of shit. But, really, eggs and condoms? You got to be a little smarter than that, man. Seriously, eggs and tampons? Do you even understand what menstruation is about? Okay, whatever. Regardless of how you slice it, though, and like you're excited about, I've been listening to Bill Maher's show based on your recommendations, and it's been fantastic. I just wanted to play this one clip from a show where this left-wing journalist, John Heilman, who works for MSNBC, is talking about the lies that Fox News was telling regarding the Dominion voting machines. And so he challenged the other guest, which was Russell Brand, on lies that Russell Brand was saying that MSNBC spreads. So... You have a single actual fact. Do you want an example? Do you want an example? The ludicrous, outrageous criticisms of Joe Rogan around ivermectin, deliberately referring to it as a horse medicine when they know it's an effective medicine. Rachel Maddow turning up on the TV saying, if you take this vaccine, you're not going to get it. When it hadn't been clinically trialed for transition, you have to listen. Do you think you can improve America by determinedly and avowedly condemning Fox News without acknowledging that you're participating in the same game? Did you not just listen to Bernie (laughs) Sanders, someone who plainly legitimately believes in this country and believes it's possible to change, but is bound by corruption, is bound by the lobbying system? Surely it's clear to you, Bill, as one of the great pundits and experts and comic voices, that systemic change is required. Money has to be taken out of politics. We need new political systems that genuinely represent ordinary Americans so that we can overcome cultural differences and bickering about which propagandist network is the worst is not going to save a single American life, not improve the life of a single American child, not going to improve America's standing in the world and the world needs a strong America. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. The world needs a strong America and that's from a British guy. But anyway, he went off on that and I, I enjoyed that but anyway you introduced me to bill maher and i i really like his show it's a great show man bill the he gives it to the libs man and but he's a democrat but he's a, it's a great show you know he gives the he i i wish you know a guy like that i would i would i would vote for like i consider myself more like a bill maher democrat you know oh you mean like if he ran i don't think he has any interest in running for no, anything no, he run, but he gives it man he does, he does, you know, but back to what Russell Brand was saying, I think both of these organizations are all about ratings and eyeballs, and you're really a fool if you think that one side or the other is not trying to deceive you in order to make money. Speaking of fools, back to my popular segment about Tom Hartman and his misinformation, Tom Misinformation as I call him. So here's my old friend Tom Misinformation, or Heartless as I like to call him here. I have two clips. The first two clips that I have is him talking about a bill that they want to pass in Missouri, preserving people's rights in the workplace. And now Missouri just approved an anti-vaccination measure on Tuesday that, according to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, quote, 
could tie the hands of health professionals to address future pandemics. Republican Representative Bill Hardwick of Waynesville, Missouri, uh, proposed legislation that, quote, would bar, uh, this is, I'm quoting from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, not from the law, uh, would, quote, bar governments from being able to mandate a COVID-19 vaccine or potential future medical technologies. The measure would require private employers, including small business owners, to provide exemptions to any vaccine requirement if any employee has a sincere religious belief or concern about the health and benefits of the vaccine. I, you know, I, I run a small business. There are four of us in here right now. There's me and Sean running the board. Joyce is answering the phones. Nate's running the video. Uh, we, we work together, have for years. Uh, 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 you know, Sean's been with me more than 15 years. Nate, more than a decade. Joyce for, I think, five, more than five years now. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a team. We're like a family. And we're all well vaccinated because we care about each other. But if I had made the mistake of hiring some self-centered ass who, who, you know, came into the workplace and said, well, you know, I don't care if I'm sick and I'm, I'm not going to get vaccinated. And I think this is all nonsense. And, and so what if I show up with COVID? You know, I'd like to have the right to bounce them out, to fire them. And I think all of my fellow, uh, you know, workers here on this program would, would like to have a say in that, too. You know, would, in fact, they would be re- demanding it. But, hey, if we if we were doing this show from Missouri under this law, I would not have the ability to do that. Thoughts? Back to the vaccine time. Of course. We can't just stay away from this. Who, who, this is how he would treat somebody that didn't want to be vaccinated. Calling them an ass. What if, what if he was allergic to the vaccine or he had a religious reason that, like a legitimate reason why he couldn't take the vaccine? He's a private employer. They can do what they want. This, this, but, but what I'm saying is like, this is a liberal view? Is this a liberal standpoint? Aren't you up for like equality and freedom and everybody you equal? Treat, like anti-vaxxers, like they're a class to themselves. Is that like is there any? Because they were made to be a class like themselves. Because like it's a winter of death and destruction for the unvaccinated, as if they're like a secret secret sect of society. Anyway, it doesn't even matter that Missouri's trying to pass a law. There's already discrimination laws against that. You can't go ahead and have somebody out of your workplace because of these reasons. You could choose to fire somebody for valid reasons, but those are not valid reasons. I'm sorry. But you're supposed to be a Democrat and not discriminate against people. I'm saying. I don't understand that this just doesn't go away, folks. Stop talking. (laughs) You don't understand that it doesn't go away? You just keep up. You're hung up on this. Because it's like we're going to do all these bad things and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, COVID ends and they're like, we're just going to go ahead and forget about it. The The reason why is like, you know, the Holocaust is over. Should we not ever talk about the Holocaust again? I'll tell you what. Trump's presidency is over, but the left can't stop talking about because Trump. Because he's running again. That's but he was—they were talking about him before he not announced that he was much, running. Not as much. They were—oh my god! I, all the left-wing shows all you, every day shut. Do not I, shut I up need, about Trump. I, I need to, to 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 have a poll. Let's have a poll, folks. Do you think Alex is a Republican or a Democrat? I'm every, neither. I told every you time that already. I come here. He takes clips of Democrats and screws. No, you're gonna have a clip stuff. from a Republican show. I want to. You're gonna hear it in a second. It's All my right. idiot of the week. Let's hear it. Let's okay. Hear it. Well, that's I mean, coming up I've in been a second. Democratic clips of last month. I want to hear a Republican clip. All right. So then, you know what? We'll go right to that because we're talking about it right now. The Hannity show. The Hannity show. Okay. So this is my idiot of the week. This is Leo Terrell on the Hannity show. They were talking about Gavin Newsom possibly running for president, and he had this to say. I 
that Gavin Newsom, we all know he's ambitious. We all know he wants to measure the drapes at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Do you, well, anyway, do you think he is planning to run against Joe Biden? Because I believe he is. Let me tell you, he wants to, Sean, and let me be, here's the good news. Not a single Democratic governor has ever been successful winning the White House. That's the good news. But this... Not a single Democratic governor has ever been successful winning the White House? Uh, Bill Clinton? Jimmy Carter? FDR. FDR? Okay. You're a complete moron. I mean, not not only is it like you could say no Democrat governor won the uh, 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 presidency and you didn't realize there was some obscure president in 1836 that won. That was Andrew Jackson, by the way, not not a uh, Democrat. Or, I'm sorry, not a, a governor. But that's ridiculous. Bill Clinton is very recent, and Jimmy Carter's been in the news because he's in hospice. You really need to fact-check yourself before you look like a complete idiot. But this is Hannity's playbook, too. They want somebody to run against Biden. I hate to say it, folks. Biden's the only game in town. Whether you like him or not, he's going to run, and nobody's going to. If Newsom tries that end around, that'll be the end of his political. He's fucking California governor, dude. Great, you get friggin' four four states to vote for you. I'm telling you, you might not like Biden. You think he's this and that, but he's the most moderate out of the. I saw the seventeen. The seventeen what? The ones that ran for president just in 2020 on the Democratic side, just like on the Republican side, 2016. There was like 17 of them, too. It was mm-hmm. like freaking two stages, bro. He's the only guy, the moderate guy to win. Our guy, Poulos, is not going to do it. You don't challenge an incoming president. It just, it's a loss. It's like the chances that... Well, like, we'll see what happens. Like this, there was a poll that the people don't want neither of them to run. Do you truly have an independent that could pull both sides? Not somebody like that comes in... And takes like Joe Biden's votes, and then he then makes Trump win. I understand so, what you're saying. Like we need a true independent, a guy that like right down the libertarians are not independents. They like to say they're they're not independents. Dude. They're fiscally conservative. It's, they're Republicans. Dude. We need a mm. true independent. I wish we could get a true independent person. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It should be interesting as we get into the political season. Uh, you know, especially a year from now. Or in January. Anyway, on to trivia. So I was just mentioning a few of the Democrats who were governors before becoming president. But what I want to know for this trivia question for current events, who was the first Democratic president who was also governor of a state beforehand? So that's your trivia question for our current events segment. Thank you, Ben. And we will be right back with sports. I've paid my dues time after time. Done my sentence, but committed no crime and bad mistakes. I've made a few. I've had my shells and kicked in my face, but I can't. Welcome back to the Farmark. I'm your host, Alex Burke, here with Blue Dog Ben. This is our sports segment, and we are the champions. College basketball tournament, UConn wins the title. They beat San Diego State. First team in a while that wins all their games by double digits. Did you watch the title game? No. No? You're not into college basketball? I watched. That's what I was telling you before. The problem with the title game is I wish they could put it on a Sunday, like putting it on a Monday. 
to me, the, the, the best part about the Final Four is those two games because they're back-to-back, and they were great freaking games, too. I watched those games. There. Right. But, I, but the, the, it's, like, it's, like, it's like college football. Why do they put a game on a Monday? Like, put it on a Sunday, premiere time. And all that, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever watched a college. I've watched plenty of Final Fours, but I don't think I've. Ever, I think the last college basketball national championship I ever watched was when UCLA beat Arkansas because I hated Arkansas that in '95. That was the old Razorbacks with the with that Corliss Williams and uh, Nolan Richardson was that, mm-hmm. that was when Bill Clinton used to make his appearance. Yeah, it, 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 it's the day. Man. It's, I'm telling you, it's like us watching football. It's Sometimes. late. It's it started it's late. at nine twenty. Yeah, man. Yeah, kids. I, I stayed up for it. I wake up at five. I gotta go to work. Yeah, man. no, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I I have a I tradition know, with some I don't buddies. Know why they put it on a Monday? I just don't know. They've why. been doing that for for decades. It's like to me, you love going to the tournament because the tournament's great. There's a bunch of games. It's in yeah. the middle of the day. Yeah. I could be sitting at home at like two o'clock. But this freaking one game on a Monday, like the majority of this country, a lives where we live on the East Coast. Put the game on a Sunday at like seven. Right. You know. Perfect time, I'd watch it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got you there. But uh, Connecticut pulled it out. They win their fifth championship. I'd yeah, see good what for the them. ratings are. So we should look the at. ratings were pretty low. They were pretty low because it was UConn versus San Diego State. It wasn't a big draw. It wasn't Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina. No, but I think the so, fact that those all those teams came out of nowhere was the best part. There was, there was that was very best. exciting that's with FAU best, and everything. That's the best part of, of college basketball that anybody can win. Yeah, when you teams like that, to me, that's like yeah, no, I agree, and that's that makes it a little bit more interesting because you're never going to get that in in college football. Although TCU made an interesting run this year, but uh, NBA playoffs they started. I guess if you call the play-in tournament the startup, uh, the Lakers they eked out a win in overtime. Did you watch any of the the play-in games the last couple days? No, freaking probably like eleven o'clock at night. Well, some of them start earlier. I saw that the Heat. So explain to me the playoffs before we get started. So what Thanks. I understand in the playoffs, so so they used to have the top eight teams yeah. in each conference win, uh, go to the playoffs. Now they take seventh and they go all the way to ten. So seven, eight, nine, and ten. So seven plays eight and nine plays ten. Okay, Seven and eight, the winner of that game, they play one game, becomes the seventh seed. Okay, The winner of 9-10, the loser of 9-10 is out. The winner of 9-10 now plays the loser of 7-8, and whoever wins that game is the 8 seed. So if you're 9-10, you got to win two games, and then you're in the playoffs. And if you're 7 or 8, you got to only win one game. So make it's one playoffs. game. One game. It's right? one game, yeah. And what about when they get to the regulars? Is it still 4-3? Is it yeah, yeah. Best and then, seven on and then it's still best of 7, and then it's still, it goes 1-8 to eight like it used to. So okay. it's just it's like an extra round to give two more so teams a chance. So which was the Lakers when they eked out a win? The Lakers were the 7. So they would have made the playoffs in the old system. So they hosted the Timberwolves. They won the game. So they become the seventh seed. They're going to play the Grizzlies in the first round. And now the Timberwolves, they lose. So they have to play the winner of the Thunder and the Pelicans. And the Thunder won that game last night. So they're going to play the Thunder. And the Raptors played in the other 9-10 matchup. They lost at home to the Bulls. And in the 7-8 matchup, the Heat were the 7. And they lost at home to the Hawks. So the Hawks become the seventh seed. And now the Heat have to play the Bulls in an elimination game. And then we'll have the regular eight playoffs. So it's it's crazy. It's too many teams. It's I mean, too, it waters it down. It does water. It, it's ridiculous like to play baseball. an 82-game season. Yeah. And you have, 30 te- you have 30 teams in the league, and 20 of them are making the playoffs. It's way too many. It's, it's way too many. Anyway, 
The Warriors scored an NBA record 55 points in a quarter earlier this week. I remember, I don't know about you, I don't follow much NBA now, but I used to follow way back in the... Remember when the games were like in the 80s? Like in the in the it's 1990s? The, it's the Warriors, man. Have you, 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 if you got to shoot the three, right? And they don't defend it. No, but it, the problem is it's gone down. Like you watch like your kids, they, all these kids, all they give a crap about is shooting the three. It's ridiculous. Why don't you make a four-pointer? You know, it's all that. You make put, a what? Make a four pointer. Let's make it a four pointer. Oh, 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 I gotta check you it. You know what the break here's a here's a trivia question. We're not giving anything out, but let's see if, if he knows. Who's the first person to ever shoot a three pointer in the NBA? It started in nineteen seventy nine. He played for the Celtics. Bird? Chris Ford. Okay. I it hasn't no been around for it hasn't been around forever. This no, I know that. Yeah, you know, and it, it waters the games down because then it's just like you get they all they all shoot threes, and now you see the the difference now is big man like the best player in the league is that guy whose name we can't pronounce from the Mavericks. He's six ten. Mavericks shooting three. Yeah, oh. Dokovic or what? Luca. Oh, Luka, Luka Doncic. Yeah, Luka Doncic. He's the best player in the NBA. Well, all right. We 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 can pronounce his name though. No, whatever. <laughs> Hockey playoffs are getting ready to start. The Bruins set the record for uh, most points and most wins. So congratulations to them, I guess, President's Trophy. But the President's Trophy very rarely translates into winning a Stanley Cup championship. Look, so I'm from, I'm from Boston, if you couldn't tell. Nah. I, I should be called Boston Ben instead of Boston Ben, yeah, but, like Boston Rob on Survivor. But the best part about the, NFL, the NHL, which I hate for the Bruins, is a 1-8, an 8 beating a 1 isn't a big deal. It happens all the time. And the Bruins consistently go to the playoffs. Now, they did win that Stanley Cup back in 11, but when I was a kid, when the Patriots sucked, the Red Sox sucked, the Bruins were the team in town. They went to the playoffs 25 years in a row, 25 years in a row, they lost, whether it be in the Stanley Cup or whatever. So wow. that's, that's great. Did they really go 25 years yeah, in a, a row? It was a big deal. It was a big streak. Wow. But what I'm saying is, you know, 2016 Warriors. Congratulations, you guys won 74 and 12. By the way, LeBron James won the championship. It was 73 and nine. Whatever. LeBron James won the championship. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. The if you don't, New England Patriots, 16 and 0. Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah, they, that was more wins than the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They went to the. They, you got to follow through, Bruins. Yep. Doesn't mean shit regular season. You know. So prediction now, are they going to follow take, through or are they not going to follow you through? You take the hot chick to the prom, you got to follow through. <laughs> All right, let's keep it G-rated. Let's keep let's it keep G-rated. It G-rated. Yeah. All right. Um, what, uh, what What? are your thoughts? you think the Bruins are going to do it? Eh, second round exit. Second round exit, okay. You know, second round, I'm wrong, second round should be interesting because the Bruins will take on the winner of Tampa Bay and Toronto. And I think... Um, what, they already won the first round? You haven't even got them out of the first round? If, if they win the first round, they would take on the winner of Tampa Bay and Toronto. So um, that that would be a very interesting series. But, you know, they've only lost 12 games all season out of 82. And now a team has got to beat them four out of seven. Because you know how you can tell how they'll do? Let's They should be – like the, in the NBA it happens where they just run through teams. Because like baseball, basketball, and, football, and hockey – it's best of seven. Unlike football, you right. win your it's one and done. Yeah, they should be run it the first round. Can they? Do, do you see a lot? You are a hockey guy. Do you see sweeps in playoffs? You do, but not 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 like you're doing often. basketball. Not like you're doing. Yeah, I don't. That's tough to say. It's an interesting thing to bring up. Do I mean, there were sweeps? a couple of yeah. I mean, Tampa swept the the Panthers last year. Uh, there might have been one other sweep. Uh, Colorado, I think, swept somebody um, the year before. There was one. There, there's usually one or two 
out of all the rounds. Everybody's pretty on equal standard, man. I'm telling you. If they sweep the first round, maybe I'm wrong. But if you want, like you said, you only lost 12 games mm-hmm. the whole year. Mm-hmm. You have the best, you have won the most games, you have the most points. The points thing's ridiculous because of the ties, but whatever. You got, you know, uh, you should be you should be running through or maybe 3-1 on or 4-1 on these things. If you're truly... You, know, you should be. Yeah. No, I mean, but I mean, let's take uh, just something that comes to mind is like the New York Rangers in 1994. They were cursed and all this other stuff. They had the best team. They won the President's Trophy. They set a record, team record for points. I think it was like the second or third most points ever in, in the hockey at the time. And they were dominating, right? So it's like what you said. They played the Islanders in the first round. They swept them. Not only did they sweep them, they, they called it the tennis series because they beat them 6-0, 6-1, 6-0, 6-1 every game. So they crushed them. Second round, they played the Capitals, destroyed them. They beat them in five games. They won all the games they won by multiple goals. And the one game the Capitals snuck in at home, they won by like a goal. Okay, so then they played the Devils in the conference finals. That was tight. That went to Game 7, double overtime. They were actually down 3-2 in the series when Marc Messier went, made his, his infamous uh, uh, Joe, Joe Namath and was like, we'll win tonight, and he goes into New Jersey and wins the game. And then they started dominating the Stanley Cup Finals. They were 3-1. You remember, yeah, they were up 3-1 on the Canucks. That. I watched that The game. Canucks came all the way yeah. back, Game 7, and it was a one-goal game, yeah. and anything could happen, a little puck luck the other way. But like you said, they they went through the first two rounds because, to me, you're, they did. you're a one play in an eight, and then at the most you're a one play in a five or a mm-hmm. four. Right. So those are the ones. And then when you get to the finals, you should be a one play in a two or three if mm-hmm. that's how it, And then you go to the – okay, but let's see how the, – if, they, if they're struggling – to get through the first round, and then they're, interesting, you're interesting. Playing, you're playing the Lightning, dude. Lightning, what for? Right. How many, yeah, how many Stanley? The Cups Lightning or the Maple Leafs? I, I really Who think won the Toronto. Cup last year? Colorado beat Tampa, yeah. right? But they Tampa again, right? You know, right. Yeah, yeah. We'll see I if they struggle that. in that first round. It yeah. could be interesting. So, and my my poor Penguins, they're out. They choked. All they had to do was win two two easy games. One against Chicago, who's the worst, one of the worst teams in the league, and then the worst team in the league, Columbus, win at Columbus. They just needed to win both of those games, even in overtime, win those games, and they lost at home five to two to Chicago and got booted out of the playoffs. I, the, the coach needs to go. I know he won the back to back Stanley Cups a while ago. This team is getting old. Crosby's 36, Latang's 36, Malkin's 37. It's 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 a senior citizen tour right now, and it's just it's going in the wrong direction and going there fast. And after spending all this money and bringing all these players back and paying them all this money, Sullivan couldn't get them into the playoffs. Ridiculous. So anyway, that's that's my rant. We'll see how the Bruins do for uh, Blue Dog Boston Ben over here. The Masters. I don't really follow a lot of uh, golf. Best sun, best Sunday of the year. Did you so you watch it? Oh, I watched it. Cap, all right, Capka blew it. All right, blew so it. you could you could uh, so John Rahm we wins for the first time. He comes back after four strokes down a win by four strokes after Brooks Kepka blows a lead. So I don't know if you know it was his first lead ever blowing while heading into the final round. Wow. So out of all the tournaments, every time he's led, he's won that tournament. Based upon the beginning, he should have won that. Kepka got Philly lefty came in with a good showing at the end. I think he shot an eight under. So guy, he finished what second or third? Like third or fourth. I third think. or fourth. That's pretty good for his age. The one thing I missed was, and you got a pool, and now I got a pool. Finally, too, is next year you watch the Masters by the pool drinking an Arnold Palmer. 
<laughs> I like Sunday. it. It's great. I like it. Great but day. you got to spike it with something. You can't just have. No, you put uh, vodka or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So whatever Tiger, Arnold would approve. Tiger, there was no talk about him. I didn't yeah, I was wondering what was happening. I guess he had an injury or something like that, right? You know but he t- made the cut, and it said he made the cut for like a ridiculous amount of time. Tiger's tomorrow. not. Get, I didn't realize he was forty-seven now. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's older than us. Jacket's over, dude. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, the fact that he made the cut, I think, is a pretty good no, accomplishment. Phil still got Phil. Phil's fifty. I think he was over fifty. That's the uh, he because they made some deal. That's the like at his age, the best ever. Because Jack won it at forty six. That was his last Masters. Oh, was it? Okay, certainly at last, totally at last uh, major. Yeah. And baseball. Baseball started up. The Rays are off to one of the hottest starts ever at 12-0. One more to tie the record of most wins to start a season. They're beating up on your Red Sox this week. Have best. you seen? Hey, the best team that nobody's watching. Go Rays. Hey, 12-0. and 0, I mean, listen. Not only are they 12-0, and 0, but almost all of their wins are by, by multiple runs. I'm not. I'm They're not, not running like I'm, all 12-0 and 0 close games. I'm not. It, baseball is a marathon. It's not a sprint. All right? It's 162. It is. Season. Okay. I think. Still a great start, though. They're off to a great start. I wish more people would watch them. But like I've said many times, you move that team to Tampa, you jack up the attendance. So I think we should go to a game. I'll pay my twelve bucks to get in and have a good seat. I I agree, I agree with that. Yeah. St. Pete is a bit of a haul it's to a go haul, ahead and get man. there. Yeah, it's no, not, I agree. You I agree. Go over that. If yeah, you, you got to go over the bridge. Anybody, I know. the Bucks game, your your Lightning, they're not that for Orlando people. It's right. not that far because Orlando and Tampa aren't big cities combined. You put them together, you put that Tampa's, and they've right. been talking about it for years. First, they talked about Montreal. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Split mm-hmm. the baseball. You put that midway. Way more people coming. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But they're always good. They've always been good since, like, I remember in 2008. The Rays have always... They know the farm system. They've gone through GMs. The last decade or so, they've been pretty good. The first decade was a bit rough. But, yeah, since since they... Since uh, 08. Since 08, when they went to the World Series... Um, then they were moderate, but then the last couple of years they've really kind of turned yeah. it on again. They went to the World Series Think against about the their payroll in comparison. Yeah, it's really, it's crazy what they do with that the payroll. Farms, it's crazy. It's the, the that farm system. absolutely hundred percent, hundred percent. But it's cool because they're the local team, so it's cool to see them doing well. So, a uh, bunch of NFL news. So I was told everybody I was going to get into this. The Panthers traded DJ Moore a few weeks Isn't ago and picked for the receiver? first track. That's the best receiver. Is the number one receiver. So. But what we got now is crazy. So they got the first pick in the draft. Hopefully they get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. The rumor is it's going to be C.J. Stroud because he's a bigger quarterback. Okay. Then there was some rumor about Anthony Richardson by the coach Frank Reich, but I hope not that he said he likes Richardson. That's garbage. Like, I, I would hope that they get C.J. Stroud. It looks like it's going to be Stroud. Is Frank Reich. Another yeah. retread coach. I can't stand this. this I, I, I wanted him to keep Steve Wilkes. I thought he did a great job with the team, but it is what it is. I don't sign the checks. Young, Young's the short guy at Alabama that yes. complained about his height, right? Yes. CJ, two, team, two, two colleges that don't produce any good college quarterbacks ever. Name me, name me right now. What, Alabama? Yeah. You don't like Mac McMac Mac over and it? Cheese is about to get traded. Okay. The other guy from the Dolphins is about to go to freaking. Well, forget about him. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a he's name a mess. Me a, name me a quarterback right now. Who's your top? Joe player? Namath. No. Joe Willie Namath. Joe Willie Namath. He exactly. went. He went to Alabama. He went to Alabama. Right now, who who are your top ten quarterbacks right now? The top ten quarterbacks, I agree with you. Never went right. to Ohio State or yeah, or no, or Alabama. Ohio, yes, they never do it. Bill Belichick drafted. You know why he drafted Mac and Cheese? Because he's best friends. Didn't you watch the HBO special? I did not. About, it was about them. They, they uh, these these retread Ohio State quarterbacks that keep coming out, and they just don't. They, they don't. Yeah, 
There's no other guy. For, isn't there a guy from USC they were talking about, Dylan? The USC quarterbacks don't work out either, though. And what about freaking Lamar Jackson, man? He should be. But nobody wants to pay him. Right. They're not going to. Yeah, you should put, a, put a that in your nose. But. No, it's. I, I got, I got Aaron, Lamar Jackson. We'll get there. We'll get there. What's going right on there. with the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes, too? That's the other thing. That's a good question. I don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. It was like, like hot your, that he was supposed to go to the Jets, and now who knows? It's been some. But in terms of your future as a Panthers, you guys, after we went to that game, they got blown out. They mm-hmm. started going on a run. The defense is intact. It sounded like, but then they go to Frank Reich again. Here we go with Frank Reich. You know, I can't stand. So this it. is, but this is the new team. I just do, wrote down. This is the new team. Like so, they, last year, what do we have? We had Baker Mayfield quarterback, Christian McCaffrey the running back, and then we had Robbie Robbie Anderson and and DJ Moore. And now that all of them are gone, so now. Now they signed Andy Dalton, which is just a veteran move to go ahead and help whoever they're going to yeah. go ahead and draft first, obviously. But they signed Adam Thielen. They signed DJ Chark, who I think is very underrated in my opinion. Uh, they got Miles Sanders from Philly, and they also got a bunch of other running backs, Chuba Hubbard and so forth. And then they signed Hayden Hurst, who was a decent tight end from the Bengals. So, listen, Brady's gone. Derek Carr over at New Orleans doesn't scare me one iota. Okay, nine wins wins that division. You can't tell me on paper... Even with Andy Dalton and whoever is the first round pick and Adam Thielen, DJ right. Chark, Miles Sanders, Hayden Hurst. Who's the fourth team? What? Who's Tampa, Atlanta, Bucks? New Orleans. Atlanta. Who's in New Atlanta? Nobody's in Atlanta. Don't Desmond Ritter? No. no. Which rookie quarterback? Because if you're gonna draft number one, he's playing. It's just a question of what Right. Team. What do you think these these two guys the problem with the NFL is every year it's about the quarterback, but it's sometimes is it the would, if CJ Stroud if the if the Panthers didn't need a quarterback, who's the best actual? And that's the Mel Kiper question. Who's the best actual player in the draft? Are these two guys the best players? Are these like oh, I have no idea. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Your you got to ask Mel Kiper. I'm what's not, your prediction? My prediction for what? Panthers season next year. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say nine and eight. Nine and eight and winning the division. Nine and eight. Nine and eight winning the division. Should have been nine and eight this year and won the division, but. Nine and eight winning the division is is really got to be it's, the the benchmark. The, like it really can't get worse NFC than that. The NFC South for the next couple of years will be the nine and eight, eight and eight, seven and nine division. It will be until until it Just gets like some acclaim. The, the NFC East used to be, but right. the Cowboys took over with the Eagles. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now the Eagles are doing good, and the Giants are, are no, on the, the way the up. N- the NFC used to be. Used to be they all oh yeah, they used to be terrible, yeah. of course. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Derrick Henry leaves the Titans and goes to the Dolphins. You know. Yeah, is Derrick Henry right now. I think was he's got some talent, signing, but yeah, it was a free. No, well, uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was a free agent signing. That's a good point. It's but, the thirty-year-old question, with backs, right? Right. Yeah. No, I, I I hear you there. I just I know there's a lot of Dolphin fans out there. We got to see see how this this plays out. But I mean, you know, the quarterback's got to stay upright and keep getting his head rattled around too much. And then it was really funny. Baker Mayfield signs with the Bucks. So I can't wait to see him against the Panthers. So that'll be a lot of see fun. See how he's like, it was great to take over from Tom Brady. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you, did, you didn't take over from Tom Brady. And it's so Brady. funny because he's been in the league for a while. And Mac Jones kind of took over for Tom Brady, but he never said that. But he didn't really, you know, it's a Cam Newton. <laughs> took over for Tom Brady. Oh, I guess Cam Newton did. That's right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Beckham fair enough. signed with the Ravens. Beckham signed with the Ravens. Odo Beckham Jr. He signs with Baltimore. I think he's on the way on the downspin, though. It's really not going to make much of a difference. Would you... They're still waiting on Lamar Jackson. No, what would you do with Jackson? You know, He's got no agent. 
He's asking. I want to. I would sign him. Are for you kidding? Fifty guaranteed. No, no, but I mean, you need a quarterback. Who are you going to have for two fifty guaranteed? Jackson might sit out, man. He's he's playing. He's playing the non-agent game. I know he wants. He wants uh, Deshaun Watson money. I understand. Yeah. And you, you know, I don't even know if I, honestly, I don't even think Deshaun Watson is worth Deshaun no, but Watson. You know money. the difference between Jackson and Watson, and just like with with um, Mahomes, Jackson will run first, throw second. Mm-hmm. That's why he's been he, he's missed like what ten games the last two years. That shit doesn't work, man. Right. You're a quarterback. I'm glad. Yeah, you're, you're going to get hurt and you're going to wear out. I'm Look at what happened to Cam Newton. You're fancy running around, but at right. the end of the day, throw the ball, right. man. Right. So. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And then Roger Goodell got a multi-year extension. I mean, I've said multiple times on this program how I feel about nah, that piece of shit. NFL so. runs itself. Exactly. Uh, other news, there was a bunch of college basketball news. Ed Cooley leaves Providence to go to Georgetown after Georgetown fired Patrick Ewing. Ewing was the coach of Georgetown? He was for a couple of years and uh, wasn't getting him to the tournament, so they fired him. And Ed Cooley, I don't know why you would leave Providence to go to Georgetown. Like, why, you know, at best that's like a lateral move. Georgetown is not the Georgetown of old. No, Nobody's, a- like, running to D.C. to go play for no, that team. Like and Providence has a name for itself and has had a while, so I don't really understand that move, and I'm kind of annoyed because I like Providence, but so we'll see. Patino, and Patino's back in the mix. He's leaving Iona, and he's going to St. John's, well, the big East, big coach's shakeup. He can run his prostitution racket out of St. John's at it's it's exciting. The Big East is exciting basketball. I'm a big Big East guy when it comes to basketball. Anyway, to and uh, Dusty May offered a 10 year extension by FAU. Oh, so good shit. to see him sticking around. Just took him no, I of course they did, but you know you don't understand like how many people were probably ringing his phone off the hook to want him on their team. I mean, Andy Enfield took Florida Gulf Coast to the Sweet 16 with the Dunk City I remember team. Dunk City. Yeah, and and as soon as they they only made it to the Sweet 16 as the first 15 seed to make it to the Sweet 16, and he left immediately. He's like, I'm off to USC, and he's still there at USC me, doing me, nothing. Let me tell you, Dusty May, if he's got another two seasons like this one he won't he'll be going to friggin' somewhere else too well this was the time to go ahead and make a move but honestly i'm really what, happy what that he stayed around are they extending him at fau i i don't know yeah. it said the details were not disclosed yeah. but uh but yeah but you know good for him for sticking around the program yeah, and i hope they, they do well build there build the program then leave like everybody else does. yeah exactly that's how you do it. so gone to our sports city of the week that's going to go to jill biden your first lady over here our first lady. Uh, yeah for offering that Iowa come to the White House in addition to national champion LSU. This is in the women's tournament. Uh, women's national champion was LSU, and they played Iowa in the title game. And normally it's a tradition for the champions of all the sports to go to the White House. But Joe Biden felt bad and felt that Iowa should come to the White House as well, even though they lost, because they played a good game. So what kind of participation trophy nonsense is this? So thankfully, LSU stood up and called her out and said it was bullshit and said that they would rather rather visit the Obamas, which I thought was very funny. And Clayton Clark, Caitlin Clark, the star player for Iowa, also said that they didn't deserve to go because they didn't win the game. So at least she was humble enough to admit that. But what a moronic statement by Joe Biden. And she gets my sports idiot of the week. And to sum it up better than I could actually sum it up, I'm going to actually turn it over to Shannon Sharp because he had a great quote about this. That's the part of winning a national championship. We get invited to the White House. Yep. The losers don't get anything. Mm-hmm. This is not a participation award. The number one trending topic. What was, Kim? It wasn't an LSU won. It was Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. Yep. And so she's what? She's a doctor. If she didn't know, she should have known. Mm-hmm. Does Dr. Jill Biden understand how this looks? She, white America? Yep. 
the losing side mm-hmm. is white America. Come on, Dr. Biden. Mm-hmm. You know better than this. Mm-hmm. Did you forget who helped put your husband in the White House? You're going to find out a very serious mm-hmm. hard lesson in, tw- in 24. Mm-hmm. You'll be like a Kentucky or Duke freshman. You'll be one and done. Mm-hmm. You see, I probably don't have a tell you what. That was great. I love the one and done. What do you mean white America? What do you mean all these players? They, from they, Iowa they were trying. Well, a lot of the yeah, players from Iowa are white. Racecraft, dude. I don't want to. Uh, I, I didn't no, bring up. I didn't bring up the racecraft. No, he's getting into the racecraft. Right. Crap. I didn't bring up the racecraft. But, but yes, Iowa has is predominantly white, and LSU is predominantly. I know the black. state is predominant, but is the team predominant? The team, the team, the team, the 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 college, the women's college team of Iowa. Basketball team is predominantly Joe white, and the LSU take, team Joe is was definitely taking a nap when she came out with that. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> takes a lot of naps. Okay, on to trivia. So in the NBA playoffs, we got the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, and Kings. They all made the playoffs this year in the NBA. When was the last time all four California teams made the NBA playoffs in the same season? So this is a tricky question. So I'm going to say it again. Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, and Kings, they all made the playoffs this year in the NBA. When was the last time all four of these California teams made the NBA playoffs in the same season? So that's your trivia question for sports, and we will be right back with entertainment. Welcome back. It is April 13, 2023. This is our entertainment segment with me and Blue Dog Ben playing a little piano man in honor of Ben's dad over here. So uh, we'll do a quick entertainment segment. Did see a couple of movies or actually only saw one that was in the theaters. I did see the Super Mario Brothers movie. I know you didn't see that because your kids are older, right? Or did you take Benny to it? No. Okay, so I saw Super Mario Brothers with my kids. Uh, my review of it... It seems like a lot, a big cash grab. It was just like they wanted to throw everything from the video games in for like fan service, uh, with not much plot or a very loose plot. I was, I was really expecting more. There were a couple of moments, especially in the beginning of the movie, I thought were very cool and very funny, but it lost the humor for me. I thought it was going to be more like Wreck It Ralph or more like uh, Lego Movie or something like that, and it was really just like kind of. They didn't have John Leguizamo. No, no John Leguizamo. No, sorry. No, uh, no Bob, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. No, yeah, that's our that's the answer to our trivia question from the last time, actually. So, but that was already one. So, those were the actors in the horrible 1993 movie. Did you see that one? Yeah, I saw that. That was awful. Uh, so this was much better than that. Uh, the kids loved it, and it was fun. You know, I did the whole thing. You can see over here. I bought the popcorn container. I bought the cup. You know, oh, whatever. They're selling it all. Oh, they're they? selling it all. They're selling it all. Yep. So, so I was a sucker for it. And then uh, at home, I watched this uh, 1990 movie, just uh, uh, weirdly, uh, called Opportunity Knox. It was one of my favorite movies. I've seen it before like a million times. It was a comedy with Dana Carvey in it where he's a con man, and he ends up, 
being like this rich guy and working for this company and then needs to swindle over this mob boss and everything. Anyway, the movie is very, very funny. It's, it's, it's sort of like a romantic, it's very funny in the first like 45 minutes and it's still amusing the rest of the way, but it turns into a kind of romantic comedy, great date flick or whatever. And it's, it's very watchable for a guy and not, you won't be bored out of your mind. So highly recommend Opportunity Knocks, one of my favorite movies. Uh, also starred like a fan favorite, Robert Loggia, who's been in a million things before. He was the, uh, the guy. Uh, the, the president in Big, the president of the toy company. So, and uh, you didn't say any movies. We we got John Wick. We're doing John Wick Marathon over here with the Firemark. We're going to be setting up this weekend, watching uh, the first three movies, going to see the fourth one in the theater. Ben can't go because he's off to Miami to go to the beach because he's living the uh, glamorous life, right? But uh, but I, I did promise him that we're going to go ahead and check out Air. I don't know, maybe next week? I'd love to see I wanted to see that. Okay, so we're going to check out Air. We'll have a review of that. These two guys from Boston. And we might... Are they from Boston? Oh, you mean they're really from Boston, not not in the movie. I gotcha. Supposed to see Dungeons & Dragons last night, but that didn't happen, so I'm going to try to review that, too, for an upcoming show. On to uh, TV reviews. You said you were watching this Succession show, which is what, loosely about Rupert Murdoch? Rupert Murdoch family. It's on the final season for some reason. They finished it after four. On the third episode, they killed off the old man. Couldn't believe that happened. Guy, he's like, was the old man supposed to be the Rupert Murdoch character? supposed here? to be Rupert Murdoch. Okay. So now the next seven or eight episodes are going to be like, what happens? Because in real life, Murdoch, there's a question. He's got three, two dot, two sons and one daughter, and nobody was gonna, knows what's going to happen. But hey, they might not have a company if Dominion, the Dominion lawsuit works out like we all do. Then the other show we're talking about, Billions. Billions, great show. They got... Um, Who's that guy? Yeah, what's his name? The um, uh, name. yeah, why well, anyway. I can't remember his name. The same guy, da- Damon um, something, yeah. Damien something. Yeah, the one from uh, Band of Brothers yeah. and um, but anyway, Homeland. Yeah, season's coming up. Last season's coming up. They're bringing axes back. Damien, the other guy. He's the. Uh, the oh, did he leave the show and yeah, now he's coming back he left for a year? Oh wow, I thought of... he was the lead though. Yeah, they brought they brought another guy who was the bad guy in the Ant Man movie in the first one. And he was also in House of Cards. The, the, oh, the bald guy. The bald guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing a good job, but you got to bring Axe. So I've been rewatching Billions to get it up to speed. Okay. Told, told my partner in crime to start watching, take some time off, watch a little TV. Okay. It's great. It's on uh, Amazon Prime if you got that. Take a look. Okay. Nice. And then uh, we've got a bunch of other news in the entertainment world. Jonathan Majors, he's the uh, bad guy in Creed 3 and in Ant-Man Quantumania. They were both out. He was arrested recently for domestic violence, assaulting and harassing a woman. He's a big dude. so can't fight guys. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so that's that's a bit of a mess. His, his star was on the rise until that yeah. happened. I don't know why he, he did that. Don't be doing that. Yeah. Chanel West Coast is leaving ridiculousness. Uh, love that show, and everybody knows her. She, she's got the only famous cackle that's worse than Kamala Harris's. But she's leaving the show for some reason. I guess after 10 or 12 years or however long been on the show, it's time to move on uh, to other projects. If you're the, over the age of 35 on that show, it's time to go. Yeah. It's a young person show. It is a young person show. Taylor Swift is local. She's in Tampa right now. Her concert starts tonight for three days. My daughter is on the way there right now as we speak. So that's big news. So uh, you know what? Maybe on next week's show, I'll have her on, and she'll come on and tell us uh, how the Taylor Swift concert was. So that'll how be a good that, report. How much dollars spent on that concert? 
We'll see. You know what? I've heard from other places that it's an amazing show that she sings forty-four songs and she puts on a four-hour show. So I mean, if you're if you're spending three hundred three hundred three hundred to three hundred fifty bucks for it and you get a four-hour show, it might be worth the money. You know, straight man at that show. No, <laughs> probably not. James Corden's leaving the Late Late Show soon. I guess is in the last couple days moving on to other projects. Who okay. I didn't see if they if they announced actually an official person that's taking over British yet. Guy. The guy he took over was a British guy. He yeah, he was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, he was on uh, the Drew Carey show. He was right. Like, yeah. Uh, WWE is going to merge with UFC, so that's big news. Endeavor is a parent company of UFC, and that's going to they're going to be acquiring WWE and do a combined. So does that mean WWE is going to be real? I, I doubt it. Or does that mean UFC's fake all along? Something's gonna something's That's gonna a good question. Yeah. We gotta check that out. Yeah. We'll have to are, see. Are the endings scripted? Right. <laughs> That's okay. That's gonna be interesting. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of questions about that. Uh, did you see this whole kid rock fighting with Bud Light? Because Bud Light was supporting, I think, a, a transgender uh, uh, Dylan Mulvaney or something like that, and Kid Rock was buying all these Bud Light cans and shooting them off in his yard. No, it's crazy. It's crazy politics, what's going on in this world. Politics, politics and entertainment. Crisscrossing. Yeah. Crisscrossing. Uh, you were telling me before HBO Max is now called Max Now? It's going to be at the end of the month. It'll be called Max So now. why did they change it? What was the point of that? I don't know. They just... Too much. Too much. They don't want to be associated with HBO anymore? Uh, subscription sucks. Too many commercials if you want to get a... <laughs> If you want to get a good Oh, it's this commercials on there? Yeah, dude. So you got to pay even more money to get the one without the commercials? Yeah. Oh, Netflix screw that. Netflix doing that. They're all doing that. Really? Because they, they know the you know Netflix is doing that. Oh, my God. Don't they know? Speaking of which, there's all these underground apps that you can get for free and not worry about that. Yeah. So the more you're going to be, the more you're going to push people away. The problem is once they know what the underground app is, then it's not going to be underground anymore. Well, no, but then you move to the next underground app. They yeah. keep moving and moving and moving. And you yeah. said this one is called Apollo, Apollo TV. TV. Yeah. So now it's public on the fire mark and it's not underground anymore. Yeah. You said something like $130 for the year. As long as you have cash, yeah. And as long as you have Cash People App. So that doesn't sound sketch, right? I know. Who the hell uses Cash App? Yeah, you're, <laughs> for your Gabe, cable bill. Gabe, this goes out to you. You were the only guy who uses Cash App. Oh, boy. All right. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Probably by next week's show, they're not even going to have it anymore offered. And uh, our Entertainment Idiot of the Week. So that's going to go to Jennifer Lopez. She's launching an alcohol brand as a new venture, but she doesn't drink. And I find it to be in very poor taste because her new husband, Ben Affleck, has had trouble with alcoholism in the past. So why the hell would you launch an alcohol brand when your husband is a recovering alcoholic? You know, this is truly disrespectful to your husband, an obvious money grab. And so for that, you get my idiot of the week. So congratulations, J-Lo. Stupid move. Um, yeah, still sorry about that. 50, yeah, she's still looking good at 50, that's for sure. But uh, still a dumb move there. Anyway, on to trivia. We were talking earlier about Robert Loggia. He played the dad in Opportunity Knocks, and he also was the head of the toy company in Big. But in what popular 1980s gangster movie did Robert Loggia star in? This one is not that hard, but your other questions are a little bit trickier, so please make sure you answer all three questions and win the big $400 Target gift card. That's that's the largest largest prize ever offered here on the Firemark. Ben, I want to thank you for coming. Good to see you as and, usual. And in honor of Boston, I'm playing a nice Boston song for you. So this is our always our closing scene. We, we, we let Frank bring us home. As long as the waste of time Yankees aren't in first place, that's all I care about. Well, if the Rays keep winning, the waste of time Yankees are never going to be in first place. But they're 8-4, and four, so they're doing all right. So anyway, thank you everyone for joining us. Don't forget about the trivia. Thank you for uh, to Ben. 
And we will see you next time on the Fire Mark. Doesn't sleep.